He's in on the slot back. Solomon in the hole there. Running backs are split behind Montana. Third and three. He has the ball. Montana rolling out the right. Looking toward the end zone. Throwing under pressure. Throws his pass. Caught by Clark. Hello, 49er fans. Just a quick update. In this show, I mentioned that Frank Gore has agreed to a new contract but has not signed it as of yet. Um, I was incorrect in stating this. Somehow I missed the fact that he had officially signed his contract. Um, so please disregard that statement. It is quite true that Frank Gore has officially signed his contract, and I apologize and retract for the earlier statement and inconvenience. Thank you. Hello 49er fans and welcome to the latest edition of the 49ers Paradise Podcast Show. Thank you all once again for tuning in. This week's show is unsponsored. If you're interested in sponsoring a podcast show, contact me at brian at 49ersparadise.cjb.net and you can access this very targeted audience. Alright fans, we've got a very special show today, but before we get into the thick of it, I want to remind everyone that they can call into the show and leave their take or ask their questions over the air at one four one five three seven six seven two nine seven. Then dial star seven four seven six two eight seven one four nine. Now that number is local from San Francisco. There are local numbers from throughout the United States, and you can see them all by clicking the phone link in the top right-hand corner of Forty Nineers Paradise. It's been an exciting couple of weeks since I last spoke out to you guys, and I want to remind everyone out there that we've had a slew of draft chats with draft gurus from around the web, all of which are archived in the forum. You won't want to miss these. You can also access them through the draft field, which has the the 49ers official draft order with all the compensation picks in place. Go to the sidelines section of the navigation bar, and you can access the draft field or check out the off-season tab on the main page of 49ers Paradise. So that's uh, the new features that have hit 49ers Paradise in recent weeks. Of course, it's been an exciting time in general. There's been a Frank Gore contract, which I'll get to a little bit later. Of course, leading up to the draft, there's always a ton of news, and uh, it's just been a whole lot of fun, and we are getting excited for draft day, which is now less than a month away. Yes, folks, we are in draft month, April. How exciting is that? Right off the bat, I do want to point out that we do have a special guest in this week's show. It's Todd, and we're going to hear from him in just a moment. He's back to give us his draft take on this year's draft, the 49ers' number 11 pick, what they should do with it, who's going to be there, who the team likes. Yes, Todd will be bringing that to you. And let's go there right now. Todd, it's all you. Hey, Niner fans, this is Todd again, calling in to break down the upcoming draft. I'm sure many fans of the podcast are wondering where the heck I've been. Well, school has been picking up, and my wife and I had our second child back in November, so I haven't had much time to offer to the podcast. Hopefully, I can call in for another pre-draft podcast report, and maybe even a post-draft as well. Anyway, on to the more important stuff. Who are some of the players the Niners are looking at with the 11th pick? As of now, it looks like you can narrow down the list to three to five guys. Those guys' names being Patrick Willis from Ole Miss, Allen Branch from Michigan, Adam Carricker from Nebraska, and Tula and Al-
incoming of Ray Lewis. And I think those are unrealistic expectations. I think Lewis is capable of being one of the better linebackers in the league, but to vault him already into the elite category is a bit, a bit premature and unfair. On to the next player in Allen Branch. Branch is sort of an enigma in that at times he looks like he could dominate the entire league, while other times he looks like a soft pudge who doesn't have much motivation. As some of you are aware, I'm not 100% sold on Branch, being able to live up to his potential. But that's just my opinion. I think if Branch is sitting at 11, Nolan wouldn't, won't waste any time making him the pick. If by chance Branch is not at 11, it seems like Adam Carricker from Nebraska would be the next logical choice. I like Carricker a lot. He's 6'6", 295, and ran a low 4'7", 40 at his pro day. What sells me on Carricker is that he's so versatile. Not only can he play the 3'4'D'N, but I can also see him kicking down and playing the D-tackle in the four-man front, as well as the D-end in the four-man front. Many people have argued that Branch would be the better pick over Carricker, but personally, I would go with the more sure thing in character over the Boomer Bus player in Branch. Well, that's about it for now, guys. I'll try to get back again before the draft and maybe break down some potential second-round picks. Thanks a lot and take care. All right, 49er fans, I did promise that I'd get to a little bit of a take on Frank Gore, who recently has agreed to new terms with the 49ers, a four-year extension. We don't have any word that this contract has become official yet, but we do know uh, the terms according to ESPN. Again, four years takes us through 2011. Um, about just uh, you know 6.5 million in a signing bonus and about 14 million in guaranteed money. Uh, Gore will make about 13 million in the first two seasons or 18 million in the first three. So there's a lot of upfront money in the contract, although it's not specifically that long. But base salaries are kept quite low. 450 grand in 07, 2.5 in 08, 2.5 in 09, and 2.85 in 10, 2.9 in 2011. It's pretty uh, great to lock up a guy like Frank Gore. He was a huge part of the 49ers offense last season and will be a huge part of the 49ers offense this season. There's been uh, a little bit of doubt as to whether or not the guy can stay healthy, but uh, he's been through a lot and he works his butt off to make sure he can get on the field. Um, the 49ers have given him a guaranteed contract with a lot of money. It's a security that he was looking for, but uh, thankfully the contract is actually relative to other contracts out there this year quite reasonable. So I think Gore was very reasonable in his demands and his expectations from the team this year given his injury history and I think that's ultimately what allowed this deal to get done. It's fantastic to have the guy locked up. The 49ers are looking for a way to take some of the load off of Gore's shoulder whether that's Alex Smith throwing a few more passes or a second running back stepping up to help him out. The 49ers need to find a way to make sure that this big investment can stay healthy and stay contributing. And last year was the first season in a very long time when Gore was able to do that. And I'm not just talking NFL, I'm talking back into his college career as well. So it's great to have Gore back. It's great to know that he is going to be a part of the offense, but there's still quite a ways to go before we can be convinced that he can stay healthy and that this money was as well spent as many people are predicting it to have been. Moving on, there has been some other 49er news in recent weeks, and I'll take you through that as well. 
First of all, Eric Heitman, the team center, seems to be rebound, rebounding from his injury that occurred last season. 49ers are expecting to have him back and back strong for the start of the season. That's fantastic news. Of course, camp has all, not camp, but off-season conditioning programs at the 49ers headquarters are back in full swing. The team has installed a hill in the back of their facility this year and done a lot of a lot of changes on their weight training facility. It's going to make a big overall difference in terms of how the players prepare and what the team has in store for them. Already the team has been using the hill, the sand pit, and the new weight room like crazy. So it's great to see that the team is very active and the players are coming together to get all their training done. There has been a lot of talk about the Manny Lawson and Vernon Davis and their work this offseason already. It's going to be really exciting to see how these guys pick up the slack that they had last year and really convert from their rookie season into a much more much more effective second season with the club. So that'll be really interesting to follow, and uh, their training has certainly been top-notch. A lot of good things being said about the competition in camp already, and uh, that's going to be absolutely huge. You know, I can't wait to see what's going to happen at cornerback, for example, where you know, you've got three pretty good guys out there who are going to be competing nonstop, and there's going to be a lot of competition at linebacker and safety. And, and that's even without the draftees, who are undoubtedly going to make a huge difference to this club. Other news out there is that the team is considering trade offers on just about every player other than Frank Gore and Alex Smith. And they're not out there pursuing a trade, but they're certainly listening to just about anything that comes their way in that respect. In terms of the draft, we do know that the team's picks will now be in the first round, number 11 overall. In the second round, number 42 overall. In the third round, number 76. And number 97 via compensation. In the fourth round, 104. And that's from the Redskins trade for Brandon Lloyd. 110 in the fourth round. That's a regular pick. 124 from, from the Jets for Kevin Barlow. And 135 for compensation. That one's for Andre Carter. The number 97 pick was from Julian Peterson. Beyond that, they've got one pick in the fifth round and one pick in the sixth round. We're nothing right now in the seventh round. It's a whole lot of picks on the first four rounds, and the 49ers are sure to make use of those. There's no doubt about that. The 49ers are really shaping up. They're starting to put a list together of players they want to interview at the team facility and work out, and that's going to be the next step as the team heads into draft day. Also, it should be noted that there has been some progress in the stadium talks. There's a little bit more competition between the two cities to see if something can be worked out, either in Santa Clara or in San Francisco. But one thing is for sure, this team is not about to stop until it finds a place for its future home. There's been a lot, a lot of um, ambiguity in the past and a lot of disgruntled fans' feelings towards Dr. John York, who owns the team right now in combination with Denise DeBartlow York. But I think in recent years, with the amount of money that's been spent in free agency, with the goal of actually getting a stadium done, things are starting to shape up, and fans might be warming up to Dr. York and the rest of the ownership team, which is quite a switch from years past. Now, I do want to bring to light 
something that is taken, hopefully, in good light, which is the annual April Fool's 49ers prank um, pulled by 49ers Paradise in, in conjunction with 49ers Web Zone. Um, we always have a great time with this, and this year was no different. I know a lot of fans fell for it. I know uh, in some cases it actually made it to the big media, and so it's been a, lo a lot of fun to see how far the story goes. This year there were two main stories, and uh, that was interesting in itself. The first was that the Texans deal Johnson to the 49ers, Andre Johnson, the receiver, and the second was that York would turn over control to the Sun. So the first story um, started off with this trade where the, the Texans would receive Arnez Battle and um, a few draft picks and send the 49ers, Andre Johnson. The story went on to talk about a issue with Reggie Bush and uh, it's, you know, yeah, his challenging of Frank Gore and it, it sort of took on from there about uh, the NFL cheerleaders union wanting more conservative outfits and such and um, continued on that the New England Patriots were interested in Randy Moss and the Tennessee Titans Adam Pac-Man Jones has found God and it's pretty interesting to see, you know, just the feedback that, you know, is generally positive and people, even when they do fall for it, take it in good spirits. Now, the York story started off with him turning over control to his son due to medical reasons. Uh, and went on to talk about an all-gold jersey for the 49ers home opener, as well as Eddie DeBartlo returning to the NFL and Jerry Rice returning to coach for the Seahawks. So it's been a lot of fun, and uh, I hope everyone enjoyed the stories. The feedback's been quite positive, uh, even the people who did get quote-unquote fooled. So that was uh, good times. If you haven't actually got a chance to read those, go back through the archive. Just click the More News link under the Hot Off the Press, and you'll be have a chance to read the two articles there in the news archive, and uh, really a good laugh and good times. So thank you all very much for your positive feedback in general. There's a whole lot of stuff that 49ers Paradise has in store um, as we get closer to the draft and move into next season. I've got uh, a whole lot in store to make this place even better, working very closely with the site staff to make sure that we can continue to provide the absolute best 49ers, 49ers community out there. So thank you all once again for tuning in. Until next time, take care and have fun. Thank you very much again to Todd. Feel free to send him your comments through the forum or get in contact with me, brian at 49ersparadise.cjb.net. You can always call on the show. Just click the phone link in the top right-hand corner of the main page of 49ers Paradise. Thank you all. Until next time, take care and have fun. of the 49ers had only just begun.